five, four, three, two, one. Lift off. Hello, Flyover family. Buckle up, because this is the Flyover Conservative Show. The Democratic Party is mostly made up of angry women and very weak men. But how do we ensure the conservatives don't fall into the same trap? One man is doing everything he can to make men strong again. Yes. Professional baseball player Jeremy Slayton. A fashion company has attempted to push the envelope, and they are using children to do it. So sick. But how does this affect culture? Lana Vasquez is with us tonight on the Flyover Conservative Show with Global Insight. The ebbs and flows of international commerce have mostly been ebbing over Ugh. the last two years since the squatter has been in the White House. Our economic expert, double PhD, Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott, is here tonight to explain what you can do. All of this and more on the Flyover Conservative Show! Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. Man, my favorite part of doing this podcast is the kind of people we get to meet. Yes. You know, uh, uh, we, we meet the best. Some of the smartest, most talented, best doctors. Yep. We, we invented a guy yesterday. We, we talked to a guy that invented the optical mouse. It took yep. him in a rollerball to mouse. that, one of the first yep. search engines in the world. So, you know, and, and now today's guest may not be the smartest one ever, but he could probably kick most of the guy's butts. <laughs> Professional. How do you know he's not the smartest? Well, he might. He might his I, IQ and you shouldn't stereotype, but you're a professional athlete. You still so maybe it could be. It could yeah. be. You know, might have been both. Might have been triple threat. That's exactly right. I think you're going to find out. Today you never for know. Sure. Judge yep. for yourself, Flavor right. family. Yep. Today's guest is a personal trainer. He's a Division One college athlete, where he was first team All American, seven year pro ball player with the Phillies, where he was three time All Star. Welcome to the show, Jeremy Slayton. I love it. <laughs> Great. To Always you- love the intro. Uh, oh. Are you gonna Are you gonna take that from David? I don't you know, know about I, that. I'm. I, we were talking about being offended off camera. Yeah, I cannot yeah. believe he questioned my intelligence <laughs> first, right out of the I gate. Know, you know, right out well, of the again, gate. Keep, keep in mind, I'm not comparing you to average people. I'm comparing you to you know Dr. Peter McCullough, Steve Kirsch. You know, I mean, I, these guys know, I don't are. See why I can't fall in line I, with those I guys? Agree. These guys are now. The, the, the I, Michael Jordan's of academia, you know. <laughs> so, but what what yeah, you it's are, a tough crowd. That that is a tough crowd to hang with. I'll give yeah, you that. Yeah, what you, what sure. you are crushing though is is your your Rumble channel and your podcast and your you see the the kind of guests that you're bringing on. You guys need to check out. Go on, we're going Rumble. Go to J Slay USA. It's in for Jeremy Slade and J Slay USA. I mean, the the kind of topics, <laughs> the things you're hitting are are not only just interesting yeah. and they're 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 relevant, but they're actually helping people. When you yes. when you, people watch your show. They actually are learning something and actually getting better as as a as a person. You know, who are some of the top two or three maybe favorite people you, you've had on or that you've kind of gained from from? Well, I'll tell you, my memory is so short. You know, it's probably probably been hitting the head with a ball too many times, but <laughs> <laughs> I typically only remember like the last 20 guests. So more recently, I've had a lot of fun with uh Bill Still, who's famous for his Money Masters documentary. Uh, it's an older documentary, but he talks about the Federal Reserve and American mm. history, go, actually going all the way back to the Bible times with the money wow. changers. Um, he does a fantastic job of tying it together from a Christian perspective and what we need to be looking out for uh, in terms of money finances globally. Uh, so I loved having him on. Ryan Mickler, he's the founder yeah. of o- Order mm. of Man. 
Yeah. Uh, he did a fantastic job talking about America's masculinity problem uh, on, on the show. Yep. And Dr. Jason Dean, he came on the other day. We had a big spike in views. Um, I guess he's it was just great. a really interesting show. Yes. But yeah, he's always great. We had a really cool conversation that started on just practical matters yeah. and really delved deeply into how our society is turning pagan, which was really well, a unique wow. conversation. Well, one thing I could help now, we're coming up on our 30th year of marriage, but I'm still always open to ideas. I saw you had one of your titles on there said, what women want. Now I've always I, kind of yeah, been I'd interested. Like to find out. Maybe you'd want to know too. I, I don't know, know. What but women want. 30 seconds. Can you tell us what women is want? Is that CJ Wheeler? We love CJ Wheeler. Th that is. Yeah. yeah she, fascinating she's launching, title. She's launching her podcast. And yeah, I wanted to have her on as a strong woman. Cause you know, as, yeah. as a, as a guy that's, that's in the masculinity space and trying to help guys be leaders and strong in their, their families and communities. When you come up with against, not against, but you meet strong women like her, you think, mm -hmm. oh, they probably won't really appreciate my message because they, and, and that's the wrong way of thinking. Those women want strong men that Amen. are going to step up and be leaders to stand beside them in this fight for freedom and future. So yeah. That's right. I totally agree. That is so, so good. And your thumbnails are sharp, dude. Those look great. Well, Hey, I mean, I, I, I learned from you guys, so <laughs> they are really good way to go. Well, we're fans of what you're doing. I yeah. watch your show and I, and I, and I love it. Now I want to get your, your reaction to something, because we saw this clip last night, and this is a guy in a story we followed for a little bit, but um, let's play a little cut from uh, Tucker Carlson last night. I want to get your response to this. So in many, one of the many, many intentional humiliations uh, he's committed as president, where they degrade an institution so thoroughly that you can't help but have contempt for your own country, that's the whole point, Joe Biden hired a gender-fluid activist to oversee our country's nuclear waste, someone who's interested in something called pup play. Seems like kind of a weird guy. Well, it turns out he was. He was just charged with a serious crime. We'll tell you what the crime is next. Plus, one mother is now paying big money to deprogram her family from a cult? No, from a college. You should consider doing this, actually. The successfully deprogrammed daughter of this wise mother joins us next. So sometimes when there's a crime, you ask yourself, were there signs? Could we have predicted this? When Joe Biden appointed a pup-play-loving, non-binary dude to oversee our country's nuclear waste, could something possibly go wrong? I mean, we weren't sure, but that person, it turns out, was just charged for a bizarre crime. Trace Gallagher of the Fox News Channel, as always, has that story for us. Hey, Trace. Hey, Tucker, Sam Britton is now on leave from the Department of Energy, unknown if the leave is connected to Britain being accused of stealing a woman's clothing and luggage from Minneapolis St. Paul Airport. Anthony Gakowski of Alpha News reports that Britain initially lied to police about the luggage, then agreed to return it, but apparently has not yet done so. Britain is the first openly gender fluid person to hold a leadership post at the DOE, which the official title is Deputy Assistant Secretary of Spent Waste Disposition. That means disposing of spent nuclear fuel. Interesting that Britain's doctor, her, his drag queen alter ego, is Sister Ray D.O. Active. Britain is also controversial for lecturing at colleges about kink 101, talking about things like a pup play fetish, you know, dressing up young men in dog collars and muzzles. Britain is also a member of a drag queen society that uses graphical, graphic sexual name, names to mock Catholic nuns. Britain, by the way, is seen here with Rachel Levine, the first transgender associate secretary of health and human services. Britain is also proud of once visiting the White House in high heels.
Now, Jeremy, I'll tell you, there's a lot of things you could probably do in life, but I don't think you could probably get a leadership role in the Biden administration uh, for sure. You do not no, fit the, the, the profile, but you know, <laughs> based on the topics that you deal with and you know the things that are really important to families in marriages and for men, things they're struggling with, things that they're they're overcoming and the resistance they're having in the world. Um, what do you have to say about this story and kind of how it's unfolded, because I think this guy has been in the news for a year or more. He was one of the early appointees of the Biden administration. Yeah, and so has so many other uh, appointees that are just flaunting every kind of deviant, deviant sexuality in our mm -hmm. face. You know, it makes me angry. It makes me so angry. And I, and I hate to be that way uh, or feel that way on, on you know, anytime I'm on air on a show. But gosh, you know, Satan is a mocker. And I feel like right now that that issues like this where they're appointing people like that it's it's simply meant to mock uh, the the american people the traditional family um those who believe in our guiding principles um our, our founding principles so i i don't have much to say other than this this doesn't surprise me it doesn't surprise me that, he, that he's caught in a crime or whatever i think you're going to see it more and more and i think it's simply meant to mock the american people and i think we as as men and women need to not live by lies um, there's a there's a great book that was written by Rod Dreher that talks about the communist takeover in Soviet Russia and how the good people of Russia became were swept into living by lies, mostly out of fear. So I think we've got a window of time in this country where we need to stand up, be strong and courageous and say, no, absolutely not. Um, in terms of the way we teach our children about these things, what we allow them to see on on TV. Um, so th these are these are unique times uh, for America, no doubt. Mm -hmm. And it. Honestly, I'm just I'm ticked off about it, man. I tell you, you're doing something really special because there has been an attack on our men in this country, whether it be dads or our sons. We're seeing it over and over again and masculinity. And you touched that when you were talking about CJ earlier, like what do women really want? You are really helping men. Let's talk a little bit about your program that you've started because I think it's really important. When you go to warriormbs.com, warriormbs.com, you can find out more about it. But let's talk about the program that you've started. Yeah, uh, thank you. And first of all, let me say this, warriormbs.com forward slash flyover will get people a 50% uh, off discount. Oh, so wow. Please, please, please go there. <laughs> that is heck, awesome. Heck of a, heck of well, a there thank we go. you so much. That hey, is so cool. You know, and, and I think there's a, there's a lot of people look at this. It, it's, it's a striking number of, of young men that we've had in our life, especially I, I always consider myself like a young man, but I've noticed now I'm kind of like always the dad in the room. You know, <laughs> when I show up at things, my kids are all in their late twenties. Well, we've been married almost 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. And so, that's what happens. So end up in the situation and, and just, it's amazing how many, young men, I'd say, especially like, you know, in the 25 year old range that, that are in our life that come around that have never really been around a, a dad in the home. They haven't mm -hmm. had any kind of influences like that. And they don't even have a healthy thing to even model, you know, to come yeah. off of you have, you know, on there, it's time for a reset. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah. That's unfortunate. There's no doubt about it. And go back to what Stacy said earlier um, about the attack on men and masculinity. I'll speak to that for a second. You know, anytime there's a totalitarian takeover, either in a nation or globally, they have to get rid of the strong men. And I don't just mean strong physically. I mean, guys who are in the prime of life, who are maybe intellectually strong, who can speak out against the regime. Um, so we have to make sure that we are strong and ready uh, for whatever comes our way. Yeah. Now, you look at our world today, you know, Tucker Carlson mentioned what's going on in China. Uh, 
and right now we know that Trudeau loves China. We know that Klaus Schwab loves China. Mm-hmm. We know that the Biden administration administration is beholden to China. Yeah. So we don't know really what's coming because you see what's going on in China, right? Mm-hmm. So as men, we have to be able to say, okay, we can't control all that out there. We need to be aware of it, but what can we control to be strong for our families, for our communities, and possibly even for our nation if, if you know, uh, if, if duty calls. And those things we can't control are our mental clarity, our physical fitness, and our spiritual yeah. grounding. That's what MBS stands for, mind, body, and soul. So we get a a group of guys for a 60 to 70 day experience that are like-minded, that want to attack those things head on. We're going to do it in a competition because nothing focuses men like some good old fashioned competition. So we, we build it, we build it that way. There's a meal plan. There's a workout plan. There is uh, mental training and there's a, a spiritual kind of accountability through that process. And at the end of it, Here's what's amazing. I keep expecting the guys to to say, you know, the best thing I got out of this was I lost 20 pounds because you're going to lose weight and you're going to get stronger if if that's sure. what you're going for. Uh, but typically they they have said it's the community. I love the community and I want to come back and do it again. Ah, oh, that is so I love it. That's what we need more of. We really do. So people can go to warriormbs.com forward slash flyover and get 50% off. That is awesome. Thank you so much for doing that. People can that also for the find you on family. True Social at JSLAYUSA on True Social. You're probably a lot of other places as as well, but they go to the warriormbs.com. Is there links there to all your sites and where they can find your work? That, well, no, I don't have that connected to the J Slay, but just J Slay Rumble is great. J Slay USA Rumble okay. channel and then warriormbs.com forward slash flyover. That's where I want to send people. You know, we talk so much about things that we're against that that, are, that frustrate us when, when somebody's doing the right stuff, when you're at a place where you are in life and you're like, you know what, I'm going to take a chunk of my experiences in life and pour them back into others. We want to highlight that, you know, it's like, got to highlight the good stuff. And, 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 and I do have to stuff. say, I, I'd put him right up there. Intelligence with Steve Kirsch. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, I, I, I don't. I appreciate that. I don't know about it, but I sure appreciate it. <laughs> well, we we are so thankful you came on the show today. Thank you for everything that you're doing and what you're doing for our men. It's so yep. important. We really appreciate your time. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go. You know the you know the thing. We will shut you down. We will cite you, and if we need to, we will arrest you, and we will take you to jail, period. I wasn't thinking of the Bill of Rights when we did this. But no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. God actually spoke to me. He spoke about sacredness. He said to me, Kim, what I place in many, many people is sacred. And if anybody touches what is sacred to me, then it is the end for them. So what I've done in the United States of America is sacred. And there are people on every side that are trying to destroy what I deem sacred. And it's not going to happen. This is the definition of criminal conspiracy, racketeering, and collusion. This is not a theory. This is evidence. Because I have upheld this country to spread a light to the rest of the world. This reawakened tour is literally what it means. It has reawakened the American heart.
guest and her team have been relentlessly working to make a difference in the lives of trafficked, exploited, and at-risk children in Thailand, Burma, in the war zones in between, and now in Brazil. Welcome to the show, the founder of Life Impact, Lana Vasquez. Yay! It's an honor to be here. Thank you. Now, for anybody that's ever attended one of the Reawaken America events, uh, there's a guy that, that that runs around behind the scenes helping a lot in a red, white, and blue flag jacket. He uh, comes on stage a lot. Uh, named, named Aaron Antis. He's become a great friend of ours. And I think you have known him maybe all the way back to when you went to Rama Bible College before going into uh, the mission field. And uh, he introduced us. We're like, what an amazing person with an incredible story. Yeah. Yes, sir. She, he's on our board, actually. I've known him for 21 years. Wow, Man, that was, is amazing. Yeah. Was he grade school? We were all young. We were all I'm not going to say how <laughs> Yes! <There he> is. <laughs> That's awesome! Way to go, producer Colton. There's, there's yes. Aaron. There, there's That's baby it. Aaron there. Oh, really? That's when I met him. That's awesome. <laughs> Want to jump into a topic with you real quick because we we're feel very aware of, um, and I think maybe just increasingly every year now we have you know two grandchildren of our own, and there seems to be a very intentional and 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 purposeful uh, demonic attack on the innocence of children. Yes. You know, and, and you, you see it, you know, we've, we've lived overseas and done missions work ourselves and you see it sometimes in a more raw and in your face way, but it's, it's, it's now not behind the scenes or in a back alley or hidden in some, some creeper van hidden mm-hmm. somewhere, things you'd be aware of. It's, 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 it's advertised, flaunted and put in our face on a global scale by global marketing companies. And uh, I want to transition this in because you deal with the realities of this on a daily basis but again, it's not hidden. Uh, uh, this is something that that's that's promoted. This is actually the chief designer of Balenciaga. Her name is uh, Lada Valkova, something like that. I think that's probably how you pronounce her name. But they've come out uh, with a new campaign that I want to talk to you about. There's a little girl. Here's the bear that they're pushing right now. They call it a BDSM bear, but this is a bear that they are pushing. And they're using little children in the process of doing that. And so I know a lot of people have probably seen the ad. It's been brought up several times. I would love to have your take on this because it's really sad and it's really scary how they're exploiting our children right now. Yeah. So actually this has been going on for a long time. First time I heard about uh, child exploitation or children, uh, people going after children for sexual uh, purposes was when I was 24. And that's how we got started in Thailand. We heard about little girl's virginity going for about $3,000, eight-year-old girl's virginity. We heard about businessmen. Um, they thinking if they sleep with a child, it'll bring luck to their company. And some people, even with the myth that if you have HIV and you sleep with a child, the child will take away HIV. So this has been going on for years. Now it's in your face. Before it was underground Mm -hmm. and it was in these third world nations, Thailand, the Philippines, with cyber sex trafficking and in Brazil, the over-sexualization of a generation. So it was in these third world nations and it wasn't home yet. Now we're seeing how close to home it's getting and it's always been there and now it's just rearing its head up and they're getting more bolder about it. Yeah, very arrogant, very arrogant in their approach. 
Yes, it's mm-hmm. an over-sexualization of a generation. You're calling good, you're calling evil good yep. and good evil. They're normalizing it. They're calling it a minor child uh, sex attract- attraction. Yep. So basically, if you're attracted to a child, to a minor, it's just another thing, like another uh, another sexual orientation, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to normalize this. And what it's doing is... Once you start doing that and you go that way and you start over-sexualizing a generation, you see it with um, the Netflix uh, show Cuties. I don't mm-hmm. know. That got really big and yep. then all of a sudden you didn't hear about it anymore. Mm-hmm. And Netflix came out with a thing with Cuties where it's basically they're like strippers, you know, and go-go dancers, these little mm-hmm. girls, yeah. eight-year-olds, nine-year-olds, ten-year-old girls, um, just scantily clad. And and they tried to normalize it there. And then it yep. was, you know, everyone shut it down and so it disappeared. We got Get rid of Netflix because of that. We actually got rid of our Netflix. Yeah, we were like, okay, no, we're not supporting them. And you see what they're doing. They're over-sexualizing a generation. They're grooming a generation. You're you're basically Mm -hmm. trying to normalize this. And as soon as we start doing it, the nations that start doing it, Europe, uh, America, as soon as we start doing it, we will become like the third world nations that that basically I'm serving. Yeah. We will we will lose us our souls. Uh, mm-hmm. Children are pure for a reason. Yeah. Children are untouched for a reason. You know there uh, there's there's a reason for that. And once you start taking away the purity and the innocence of a child, and that's what it is. Like what you, we were talking about, a demonic attack against a generation. You see it age old through the Bible. You know you mm-hmm. see it when it just generations yeah. were attacked and wiped out. It's just another way. It's just another form of attack on a generation. Because once you go after a generation, you take the soul of a nation. You take the future of a nation. Once you start doing that, I was sharing with a friend. um, I I see it in Brazil. It's the same thing. Brazil has carnival and carnival is how you say it. And there's an over-sexualization of a generation there in Brazil. And basically what they say, we have where we reach, there's whole communities that are backwards in their thinkings where fathers will sleep with their daughters Mm. to deflower them because if they lose their virginity, somebody else, it'll hurt them so that they can introduce them to a life life of sexualization because they're going to go that way anyways. We have a story where an eight-year-old boy raped his four-year-old sister Mm. and it's just, it's an, oh, they're seeing this. It's introduced them so young and they don't know how to process it and they don't know what to do with it. And so it's the over-sexualization of a generation. And and that's what I said. Once we start going down that route, once nations start embracing this, once people start embracing this in, in first world nations, we will become like a third world nation that I serve that fight against child exploitation. We will become that third world nation and we will, in sense, start calling good, evil, and evil yeah. good, and all of yeah. our priorities, and we will lose our soul as a nation if we let this happen to our children. I totally agree. You know, as I was looking through your website, which is absolutely amazing, lifeimpactinternational.org or intl.org, um, I was reading some stories, and I would love for you to share, first of all, how does someone uh, that is in Tulsa, Oklahoma in their 20s earn, uh, end up in Thailand? And then I would love for you to talk a little bit about Lily as well. Yes. Okay. So I got, I, I say it like this, a short story. I was rescued to rescue. I was a go-go dancer in the clubs of Hollywood and got radically saved at 19 years old and got, and Jesus rescued me. And I knew that I was rescued for a purpose. And at that moment I had two, I say two personal vendettas for God. One, 
to tell as many people about Jesus and give uh, girls a way out because nobody ever told me until the age 19, being born and raised in Southern California, uh, nobody ever told me about Jesus. And so because of that, that was one to, um, to reach a generation and give them an option to not go the path of destruction before the age 18, 19, because nobody ever gave me a choice. Nobody ever gave me a way out. So give them a way out, give them a choice for a different kind of life. And two, that I would protect and fight for innocent and vulnerable children. And at 19 years old, that was my personal vendetta for God. I was rescued to rescue. And I knew that very well. And so when I uh, went away, uh, God did a quick work, went away to Tulsa, Oklahoma to go to Bible school. Uh, And around my last year, I was kind of searching about what I'm supposed to be doing, why God rescued me to rescue. What does that look like? And, uh, And I started hearing about child trafficking. I started hearing about child exploitation. The first uh, country I heard about was Thailand. And I started hearing these things that eight-year-old girl's virginity go for $3,000. Uh, I started hearing those different stories and I just knew I had to do something. And I knew that's what I was rescued for. I, um, I actually only committed two months to Thailand. Two months turned into a year and a half. A year and a half has turned into 21 years now. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> and a 14-year-old girl, a little girl, I, I actually committed only two months because I was going to be in Brazil. I had heard about this happening in Brazil as well and the exploitation. Little did I know at that time, Thailand is number one in the world for children involved in prostitution under the age 18. Mm. Brazil was a number two. But when I went up and down Brazil spy tripping, my Thai daughter that I brought with, she was the first little face I saw at 14 years old old, and said, I don't have a mom. You don't have a daughter. From this day forth, you're my mom and I'm your daughter. And uh, I was 24. She was 14. And she's still my daughter to this day and helps run all of our our safe homes and our rescue homes now. And, uh, And so in all that, when we were, I took her to Brazil. And she looked around. She said, "Mom, Thailand's not number one. Brazil is." She said, "At least in Thailand, we hide it. It's mm. hidden." And she said, "Brazil, there's children out on the open on the streets. Brazil, you don't have to traffic children. They freely sell their bodies for rice and beans. Ten-year-olds, eleven-year-olds, twelve-year-olds freely sell their bodies for rice and beans." So, anyways, I heard about all this at 24, and I just said, "I, I know I need to do something." Mm-hmm. So I committed two months, and it turned into all this time. But partly in that, why well, never? Um, now we're in Brazil. But what kept me in Thailand was uh, we started with prevention. Our whole motto was we've heard their cries. He's planned their escape um, and we'll answer. He's answered their prayers. Well, and our our, uh, strategy was prevent, rescue, heal. So we'd start with prevention. We'd go mm-hmm. into rescue and then we'd go into the aftercare and heal. Very rarely do you see people doing all three. Mm-hmm. So in all of that, we started our prevention homes that were working and then we started going into rescue. All of a sudden, I'm starting. I'm on this border that I heard 60 women and, tra- and children are trafficked daily from Burma into Thailand down to the, it's called the armpit of the world, Bangkok, the red light district. Uh, it's can you say that number again? How many? Sorry, 60 women and children traffic daily. 60 women and children traffic daily from my border alone. And so we were basically at the mouth of the river, so to call it. And the destination was one of the largest red light districts in the world, Bangkok, Thailand. And uh, and it's known as the armpit of the world for child sex trafficking for the Mm. largest amount of Mm. children involved in forced into prostitution in the world. So I I knew to go to the mouth of the river. We're at the mouth of the river. We're already doing prevention. I already have prevention homes. And at this point, we're looking to rescue. And uh, and so we're looking to rescue. That's the destination. That's where they 
they end up. We know where they end up. And I'm looking into it. And all of a sudden, we're at this little cafe. And this little girl comes up to me begging. And she says, 10 baht, 10 baht. And I said, "Uh, I won't give you money, but I'll buy you food. And all of a sudden, she said, come with me. And I heard in my heart, go with her. And so I said, okay. And I didn't know where we're going or anything, but she jumps in the back of my truck. She calls all her little street kid friends and she is just ratted from head to toe. Her feet have open sores come with stuff coming out of them just from being on the streets and begging. And so anyways, we pull up to this shanty house, blown out walls, two story animals at the bottom, a hole in the ground. It's just a squatter area. I, we start to go up. She start. I still don't know what's going on. There's a little street kid parade. All the street kids are in the back of my truck waving to all their street kid friends. I <laughs> I don't know what's going on. We pull up to this house. All of a sudden we sit down and the mom comes out and this grandma just looks at me with this evil look. And the mom comes out and says, she's going to, she's going down to Bangkok in two hours. And the, and this little girl sits on my lap. This eight year old little girl looks up at me and said, teacher, please don't let me go. She's telling me this in Thai teacher, please don't let me go. Teacher, please don't let me go. And I start talking to her. I said, why is she going to Bangkok? And she said, no money, no money. She's going to sell flowers. And I said, you know, she's not going to sell flowers. There's actually begging uh, flower rings that the Indian mafia own. And then they groom them there and they get them ready. And, and then it's a small jump after they break them and get them ready. Then they, they transfer them into, uh, into child children involved in prostitution. If you've seen slumdog millionaire, it's very real that that will tell you the whole story. That is the exact process of it. So there is, so they were sold already into the Indian mafia. The money had already been taken from the traffickers. And she said, no money. She's going to sell flowers. Her sister's already down there. She's going to go be with her sister. And I said, you know, she's not going to sell flowers. I just start negotiating with the mom. Hey, what if I put your daughter in school? What if we do this? What if we do this? And the mom's like, no, she, no money, no money. She has to go. She has to go. And finally I knew I had to do the inevitable. And I said, what if I pay back the traffickers? And what if you sell her to me? Like, what if I pay back the traffickers, the money that you, cause she said, we've already taken the money, traffickers money, and I've already gambled it. So I'm already in debt to them extra. Mm. And I said, said, so what if we handle this? What if we do this? And what if I pay back your debt to the traffickers? And she stopped and she said, okay. And I really believe that was God at that moment because I was trying everything and negotiating with the mom for an hour and she wouldn't take anything else. And at that moment she said, okay. And I said, done. And so as we start to pull out, um, and I didn't realize how how much was it? How much was it? $24. $24. So she had already, um, so actually the little girl was sold for $18 and then her gambling debt on top was $6. So that little girl was sold for $24 ultimately, $24. The crazy thing is my mom uh, had just deposited $24 in the ATM and she said, God, what will $24 do? What will $24 do? And literally the day before and that that next day we had got 20, that is a crazy real story. And that was my mom that had done that. Wow. And uh, so when she heard this story, cause she just said, God, what will this do? But she knew to, in her heart to do it. And, uh, and so, and that was just, that was always should show you obedience, Man. you know, yeah. no matter what all obedience. And, uh, and so anyways, get this girl in my car for $24. I start to pull away. And as I start to pull away, the traffickers start to pull up and she points out of my truck. My windows are tinted. She points out of my truck and she said, those are the guys that were going to take me to Bangkok. Those are the guys that were going to take me to Bangkok. And so we got this little girl just in time. Oh, Eight year old little girl God, for $24. God, Wow. Yeah, just so, in time. And, and that was kind of the, the beginning of your ministry with Life Impact. And now 
you're you're doing this all of the time, helping children to get free. And people can help you in the process of, of joining the fight. When they go to um, your website, lifeimpactintl.org, on the left-hand side there, it says, join the fight. When you click on that, it says how to get involved. You can donate there. And there's also a partnership. You can be a part of a partnership with personal business or church. So tell a little bit about that as well. Yes. Yeah, so um, we just say it like this. Everybody can do something. What do you have in your hand? Moses, when God said, you're going to free these people from slavery, he said, how can I do it? The problem is so big. And usually that's what people say. The problem is so big. What can I do? Just like my mom said, what yep. can this $24, $24. do? You know, and so, and, 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 and basically I would say to you, what is in your hand to join in the fight against child trafficking and child exploitation in this generation? We need it more than ever. And we need everyone to do something. And so we say you can partner as an individual for an individual child's life. There's projects that you can partner with right now. We're uh, obtaining a crack house in the most dangerous favela of Brazil called city of God. And it's going to change the lives of children forever. And so you can donate to a project businesses can get involved with supporting safe homes. I have 18 family style safe homes on uh, 24 acres and we have 86 rescued children in Thailand. And so if a business wants to build a safe wow. a family style safe home that will house up to 10 children rescued straight from exploitation, then they can do that. They can get involved. If the church wants to adopt us as their frontline fighter against child exploitation in Thailand, in Burma, and Brazil, and then in February, right. we'll be starting Life Impact Angola, then you can get it involved and let us be your hands and your feet. All of our people are ready to be front lines. We're in it and our lives are invested in this fight for this generation and to rescue a generation from child exploitation. So we just say, everyone do something. We need everyone what's in everyone's hands to put it on the table and say, together, we will eradicate child exploitation in this Amen. generation. I believe it. This giant will go down. Woo! I love it. Flower family. We know we know Lana Lana personally and uh familiar with their work and again tied in with Aaron and and uh, who's who's on the board and been tracking this work for for years and years and years. This is great soil to sow into if if you feel moved by that and you're like, man, I wish I could go and do something. Well, maybe you can't, but maybe some of your dollars can. And uh Lana, I love the fact that you walk through even into the healing process because Rescuing a child would be just the beginning. I can't imagine the self-esteem wounds inside and outside that these kids would be going through. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for being the hands and feet truly Mm -hmm. of of God in this earth right now and standing against such darkness. And and we all need to continue to pray against it, not support any of these companies that that glorify this and romanticize it and and, and try to to make Mm -hmm. it seem normal. Uh, on, yeah. on on a on a glamorous right. scale with magazines or or or, or their their social media advertising because the real reality of it always leads to darkness and death and thank you for fighting yes. That. Mom? Well, 
Wesley and I got all in the Christmas spirit after decorating, and we decided to make a naughty and nice list. And mm. I have to say, Avery, you're doing quite well. Really? So we're trying to decide who all we're gonna buy my pillow stuff for Christmas. You know, if you use promo code FLYOVER, you get up to 66% off when you go to MyPillow.com. That's a great deal. Can't beat it. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Promo code FLYOVER. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to bring you my biggest bedding sale ever, just in time for Christmas. Get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98. A set of pillowcases, only $9.98. Rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. We also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. We even have blankets for your pets. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. All at the biggest discounts ever. I know my bedding products are perfect for you, and I'm extending my money-back guarantee for Christmas until March 1st, 2023, making them the perfect gifts for your friends, your family, and everyone you know. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen, use your promo code, and you'll get huge discounts on all my pillow bedding products, including my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. always look forward to these shows. I learn so much. And as we are at events and we meet people all across the country, this is truly a highlight for most of our guests. It's our next guest today. And that is Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. It's so good to be with you and Stacy. What you had with your voice a couple of weeks ago, yep. I now have. <laughs> I'm so have sorry. It. Somehow you gave it to me over the air. I, I don't can't know believe it. Happened. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were trying to, to waste your words. We'll make them be as, as effective as possible. There's so many things we don't need to waste time talking about, like right now, like like the Broncos or or in these things. It just those things are off the table. We can simply talk about what's on the front of people's minds, you know, right now is is money. Yeah. You know, which yeah. is, you know, with the economic update, because people are now looking around like what's going on in the world because they're realizing how small the world is and a housing crisis, uh, you know, building developer in China going under affects you here yeah. and, and what's going on here affects you. It's, it's all tied together, but you've spent the last, you know, few decades getting two PhDs and learning how to put that all together. Well, I tried. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> you know, it, when when you dedicate your life to something and, and it's like what you live and breathe and feel. and But more than that, it's what you were anointed and called to do. It just sort of Amen. just sort of falls into place. Right. So mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm blessed. And, and just sometimes I, I wake up in the morning like I know you two do as well. And you pinch yourself. And it's like, is this real? Yeah. Is this really the life that God has for me? Because it's amazing. I get to mm-hmm. help people and, and we're changing lives, not just for this generation, but the next. And, and it's like, why me? Right. It's like, yep. why? But, but it's just, it, it, the answer to why is, is because we said yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really, and yeah. then God does the rest. And I always have so to true. remember that, you know what, he doesn't, he doesn't call those that he equips. He equips those that he calls. Right. Yep. And so this stuff is just all falling into place over the last quarter of a century. And, and we're just honored and blessed to be on your show and sharing this message of hope. 
Yeah, we really feel this way, and I've said it yeah, before, but we true. feel like, uh, you know the story, the, the the boy and the old man walking down the beach, and there's the starfish on there, and he, the boy's throwing them back, and the old man's, what are you doing? He goes, I'm saving the starfish. And he says, well, look, there's too many. It won't help. And the boy throws one back in. He goes, well, you know, it, it helped that one. You know, it made a difference to that one. That's how I feel with this show when we partner with you on this, because when we get to go to live events and people come up. And, and truly. It, and, and because it's money, I think they're kind of more private. They pull you to the side, and you're like, man. Thanks for connecting me to Dr. Doctor. Yep. You know, it's like, I, it's like people like their retirement or whatever they've got. It's like, whew, okay, now I've got it. At least, at least the floor is here. We feel that way. You know, and I mean, I'm that's like, that's how I know. we feel personally. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, after, at, when, you know, we were so blessed to know you for 25 years. It's hard to believe that we could be that old, but you know, 25 years that we've known you and to be able to have that friendship, that trust, and then to be able to share it with people that, we consider our family through the flyover. You know, I mean, it's so cool to be able to do that. And do these up- updates, be able to break things down and, and be able to share it. If you guys, if you've never been to his website, just go to flyovergold.com, sends you to a landing page and kind of see how this works. Just some videos and PDFs so you can download and just, you know, just get educated, begin that process. Because if you've not figured this out by now, you got to take responsibility for the most important things in your own life. That's you, right. you can't just sit back and think, well, I'm sure somebody in the government's watching this for me. Yeah. Yeah, watch our episode with Steve Kirsch and see how much the people who are supposed to be third-party oversights that are supposed to be monitoring the people that are monitoring the people that are monitoring Big Pharma and, and see how much they want to look at the safety data. Right. You know, it's like, I don't know that the people that have been put in places to be watchdogs are watching. Mm-hmm. And so right. you, you better be doing this yourself and taking responsibility for it. And it's, it's That trust is really important. So FiverGold.com, it just simply is a landing page because it's easier. Some people don't know how to spell Kirk. Some people don't know how to spell Elliot. Uh, a lot of people in my family don't know how to spell uh, doctor or PhD. <laughs> and so uh, just flyovergold.com. No way to mess that up. Or you can call 720-605-3900. For a free consultation. 605-3900. Call them. Begin that process. Mm-hmm. Begin that relationship. That's really what it's going to be is a long-term relationship. Somebody's going to be able to take care of you. Now, so, Dr. Kirk, before we started recording, you actually sent us some graphs about kind of what's going on in the economy but I didn't completely understand them. So what is going on right now in the economy? Uh, a bunch of not goodness. Is <laughs> it didn't look very good. What it is to use a technical <laughs> term, right? So, yep. So, David, you said in your little prologue or monologue, whatever you want to call it, how things in different parts of the world even affect us. Here, yeah, right? they so, do. So in, in China, we've got supply chain disruptions, right? It's like... Post COVID, you'd think everything would be good, but mm-hmm. but it's not because then they had COVID again, right? And so they're, there's and they're they're protesting and rioting now, and they're saying no, you can't shut us down, you can't shut down the country yet again. So so last Monday, the Dow dropped nearly 500 points because of of what supply chain concerns mm-hmm. mounting in in China. So, so what does that mean for us? So let, you have to actually start to connect some of these dots, right? Because still 70% mm-hmm. of everything that we consume here in America is coming from China, right? It's not, mm-hmm. it's like, well, yeah, yeah. we want to buy American, whatever, but still people like the cheap junk that we get from yeah. China. People right? want, so, want to walk around and talk about, about who's a world threat. I could walk through my house and not find one thing made in Russia. True. All made in China. I mean, that I, that I know of. I've mm-hmm. never seen a Russian cars driving down the road. Never seen no. Hey, that's a, that's a, that's a nice shirt made in Russia. No, nope. there's some stuff in your house made in Russia. 
How about the malware or spyware on your computer that you don't know is there? Because <laughs> I didn't even know it was there. True. Yeah, I, I guess so, if, I was, if I was a big vodka guy, right. I guess better than that. Other than vodka, I don't really know what those guys make over there. Yeah. So, so anyways, so the, the last, so this article comes out, supply chain disruptions. All it was was like a a thirty second talking point on some mainstream media. Stock market falls five hundred points. However, the reality is real. And so mm-hmm. when, when there's supply chain issues, they're not manufacturing stuff. You can't get the components to build things like chips for cars, chips for computers, whatever else, right? It's going to affect everything else. We're not going to be able to buy the iPhones. We're not going to be able to buy the things that we want. Um, well, we can't buy them because we don't have any money. But still, even <laughs> if we did, there, there's, there's supply chain disruptions affect the global economic yeah. landscape, right? So, and it wasn't just in America where the stock market fell. It was the German stock market. It was it was in, in the United Kingdom with the Hong Kong stock market. I mean, they're all falling because of what was happening in China, right? Mm-hmm. So then we've got other kind of mayhem happening and we can go over the, the next chart. I don't even care what order we go in, Colton, but, but it, you know, you've got the economic crisis happening here with people's income, right? Because you, you ask around, it's like, I, I, most people just don't really have enough to make ends meet, but, but here's the the reason why interest rates keep going up. um, And are people getting out of debt? No, they actually added to their debt during COVID, Mm. right? So, so when interest rates go up, the cost of debt service goes up. Now we've had seven, fat quarters of what this chart is talking about. So seven quarters of excess income, where at the end of every month, people still had enough money, you know, left over to to have some discretionary spending, do something, go out on a date, do whatever, right? First quarter in in eight quarters, so in two years, what, what does this mean? Excess real disposable income is zero, meaning... America across the board is living at the margin. Their their disposable income, their bills equal their income at the end of every month. There's nothing left to save. There's nothing left to invest. There's nothing left to really go and have fun with and go to a movie or go do whatever, right? Because their their normal bills uh, equal their income. So their disposable income is what, what Americans would spend on fun things going to a football game it's not there it's zero it's zero wow so when you see that people aren't going to spend as much and and mm-hmm. most of the spending that we see during the holidays or whatever any time of the year it's not really necessary right it's not like your washer dryer break and you have to go buy a new one it's it's mostly buying an extra tv buying the trinkets buying the stuff buying extra clothes right it's like yep. That that is going away because disposable income is now zero, right? So what is that going to impact? That's going to affect the stock market moving forward because that's a function of revenues, mm-hmm. right? So so this is the first time that I can remember ever, and I've been doing this for twenty seven years. That disposable income has been zero. It's never been zero. Wow. I, now when it right? means zero, it means it. There's always. I mean, obviously, if somebody's homeless, they have zero. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know, uh, Elon Musk doesn't have zero. So, so does this mean the, the, the median income is this, is this the, the average, how does this, 
like so, who exactly has zero? And is that like across the board, just Americans as a whole? So let's say you make $8,000 a month. You have $8,000 of bills a month, right? Mm-hmm. A homeless person makes zero, but they have zero expenses, right. really. Right. I mean, so so it's it's going to be relative. Some people make 4000 a month. They spend 4000 a month. So if if disposable, if you made $6,000 a month and you only spent $4,000, you'd have $2,000 of disposable income. Yeah, right? makes sense. So what this is telling us is that people's income is equaling their expenses, and it, but it's yeah. relative. Your your income could mm-hmm. be two thousand a month or twenty thousand a month. It doesn't matter. Is it because mm-hmm. like rent, rent rents have gone up? The gas prices are more expensive. Right. The utility bills are going groceries. through the roof. The the groceries yeah. when they they mm-hmm. check out, they're buying the same food, but it's you know uh, it, it, tying it's, it's eating into their discretionary income. So when you add all those things up, the margin that they would have had at the end of you know when President Trump was leaving is now at zero. Yeah, over the last two years. So- when it's at zero, I mean, it's not negative yet, right? But it's zero. So this, to me, is a pretty good leading indicator of what's to come in the stock mm-hmm. market, right? Okay. Because people just aren't going to be spending. It's because they don't have it. Mm-hmm. They don't have it. So, so then let's look at the next um, chart. And this is, uh, I think it's an inflation one. Yeah. So this is Germany, right? Woo! So, what's that blue line? Holy cow. That's their consumer price index. That's their inflation. Right. Whoa. So, so when you look at that, when did it start? January of 2021. Okay. This is when Biden took office. Yeah. Right? Does it follow the U.S.? Well, a lot does because the U.S. is still the driving consumer force throughout the world, right? We're, we're printing money like there's no tomorrow. So, so here's where this does affect things internationally, right? So, so what are we doing? We're printing money like there's no tomorrow, devaluing our currency. And to slow down the inflation, we have to raise rates. So now the yield that people would get on U.S. Treasuries is a little bit higher than maybe in Europe or Japan or whatever. So what do they do? They bump up their interest rates as well, maybe because they need to slow down inflation, but also because they need to stay competitive with the U.S., which is now offering a higher yield because our currency stinks. And it's like, Whenever you invest in anything, David and Stacey, you you have to, as an investor, you say, well, I want to get a commensurate reward for the risk that I'm taking, right? So why would you invest in U.S. Treasuries if they stink? Well, you wouldn't. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, well, let's right. jack up the interest rates a little bit. At least we're going to give you a little bit more reward. So right. now every country across the globe starts, okay, they, they equal the United States. Now they're at the same playing field again. So then U.S. raises rates again to slow down inflation. Everybody else has to raise their rates, right? So then this this vicious cycle, this is called currency wars or competitive devaluations, if you want to be technical about it. So what we see in Germany is really a, a, a mirror image of what's happening in America, right? Because wow. our inflation started then when Biden started printing money like there was no tomorrow to fund yep. stimulus programs, entitlement, Social Security, Medicare, welfare, raise the debt ceiling, build back better programs, infrastructure bills, all that junk, right? So we're doing that. And this is during COVID when nobody was working. So they had to ramp up the printing presses even more. So the point of that, which is I could show you something similar for America, right? But I wanted to show you Germany because what happens mm-hmm. here is going to we're happen tied in together. the world. Yep. It all ties together. 
Mm-hmm. I could have shown you Japan. They're, they're all going to look the same. I could have shown you Russia. Russia's actually even worse, right? Because of economic sanctions on them. And, and so, so here's where what happens here is going to happen elsewhere. What happens elsewhere will happen here. This is a global contagion that, that mm. if you dwell on that piece of it, you, you will, you will truly want to say my investments are done. Right. I mean, I, might as well not even try. I'm just going to give up. I'm going to put my head in the sand, right? Because if what you're saying, Kirk, is true and what and it's just this global thing and people are going to keep raising rates everywhere, which they are, they're going to continue to raise rates, which is why um, housing is going to continue to decline, um, which mm-hmm. is why the stock market will continue to decline. And don't take my word for it. Take, take Jerome Powell's word for it, the chairman right. of the Fed, because he mm-hmm. said it weeks ago. We're going to keep raising rates until inflation is done. Yep. Well, inflation's not going to be done. It, it's it's not going to be done for quite some time. And they're just going to keep raising rates. And that's going to put downward pressure on stocks, bonds, mutual funds, real estate, all of it. Right. So, so. Man, think- so like you're listening to this, you're like, what do you do? Well, because you can't sit there and think, well, if I was smarter, I could pick the right stock. Should I buy Tesla or Apple or, you know, uh, where should I put my money? You know, it's like that. That's there's Russia's consumer price index. I mean, that looks terrible. I mean, all of them. It's just like they're going parabolic. They're just going through the roof. Right. So so. Uh, we could have shown any chart. We just picked Germany, right? But they CPI, all. I mean, CPI. You guys, you guys, look at that yourself. Don't me get again. Don't just take Dr. Kirk's word for it. CPI anywhere in the world. It mm-hmm. that is what is putting the crunch on people. So, Dr. Yeah. Kirk, what what do we do? Because I mean, obviously, you were, you were saying there, it's not like you could be like, okay, this stock's going to be okay. Like, what do you do? Well, let's take one little step sideways before we get to that. So. So remember when we talked, we did a whole show on FTX, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Completely fell apart. Um, you know, went to like zero practically. It's like falling apart. Well, just this morning, um, BlockFi filed for bankruptcy. So now there's a contagion in the crypto space, right? Mm. Yeah. And, and all these different crypto con- companies are, are going to start to go belly up. We just saw second bankruptcy in the matter of two weeks. So it's going to start rolling out that way. So, so here's what I was thinking about this morning. It's like, what are those companies? Well, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, if anybody can, they're an exchange, they're just a thing. They're just a company, right? Um, companies can go to zero. Remember back in the day, Enron, largest stock company in the world, they went to zero overnight. They just yep. went out of business. So the point is companies can go out of business. Cryptocurrencies can come and go. Let me ask you a few questions. They're going to be easy questions, so don't get scared, right? Okay. When was the last time oil or gas went to zero? Zero? Not in my lifetime. Yeah. It didn't, didn't happen. Never yeah. happened. When was the last time real estate went to zero? Zero? Not in my lifetime. Yeah. Nope. No, it hasn't happened ever. How about gold or silver? When was the last time they went to zero? I don't At least back to biblical times, it was good. Yep. It's been good, it I think, since then. Happened. Nothing that's a thing goes to zero ever, yep. right? So this is where it's like, okay. People put all their hopes and dreams in their future in this cryptocurrency went to nothing overnight, right? Mm-hmm. So the key is for us to navigate through this crisis with a smile on our face, you have to invest into something that's tangible, something that's real, mm-hmm. right? Because they never go to zero. There's inherent safety in that, mm-hmm. right? Um, 
you never have to worry about it going to zero because it's always going to have value because it's always scarce. There's a scarcity to something that you pull out of the earth, right? There's a scarcity to something like silver that's needed for manufacturing that it's not like aluminum that you can recycle. Once it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's made, it's done. I mean, it, you, it, you can't reclaim it, right? So, right. so it's, it's a diminishing asset, meaning not, not asset, uh, commodity. It means the, the supply is going to ultimately go down because it's not, you can't recycle it. So, and the demand is going sky high through the roof. So when you see that, mm-hmm. okay, look at this chart. This is not a CPI chart. It's a silver chart, right? Right. So things go up with inflation, right? We just looked at all those CPI charts and they were going straight up. This is what's happening to silver too, right? So this is how you protect yourself in an inflationary world is you invest in something that's an inflationary asset, something that's a thing, and just watch what it starts to do, right? Silver's going up while stocks are coming down. Bonds are coming down. Inflation's going up. Silver's going up. Stacy, that's how you protect yourself, mm in an inflationary world is by investing in gold and silver. And it's real easy. You've already told people how to contact us, but it's an easy process. Because I I know people have got to be listening that this is their retirement. It's it's in stocks. I mean, I know that people are probably losing hair. They're probably stressed. They're probably thinking, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? But there is hope. You don't have to lose it all. And I love what you guys do there um, because when they go to Flyover Gold or they call you at 720-605-3900, it's a free consultation. It doesn't cost them anything to find out what can they do to try to protect themselves and, and keep during mind this too, time. It's your money. Yeah. Even if it's in retirement or, or somebody else is managing it, it's in a fund. It's yours. It is your it, money. Don't, don't let somebody, well, I have a nice suit. I'm the expert. It's yours. That's you, right. You worked for it and you want it in something that's not blockbuster stock. Yeah. Right. It's exactly right. I think it's so important because sometimes, you know, when you come in fear, you don't take any action. Well, why not take action that doesn't cost you any money at all just to get information, you know, and find out, okay, what can I do to protect myself during this time? Because there are options. And I think it's so important. And I, we love you guys. We trust you guys. And that's what we've done. You know, over this last year and a half, we have invested with you um, in silver because consistently, yeah, because we understand having something tangible is very important. Right. So we are thankful for you. Thank you, Doctor Kirk, for your time. Thank you for what you're doing. Again, you can go to flyovergold.com, fill out your information, or call seven two zero six zero five three nine zero zero. Thank you for your time, Doctor Kirk. We'll see you back here next time. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what are you going to do about your finances? If you went back to 1920 and you had a $20 bill and you had one ounce of gold, you could go into a men's clothing store and you could buy an entire suit, the jacket, shoes, pants, belts, everything. Today, what would that $20 bill buy you? You couldn't buy a handkerchief for the $20 bill, but that one ounce of gold would still buy you. Even today, it would buy you an entire men's suit, shoes, belt, pants, jacket, everything. That's the difference. But today, that change is happening faster than ever. And we know a guy by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott that we've known for over 25 years. He has two PhDs. This is who we're actually using. This is who our friends and family are using. And he's a guy we trust completely. And in today's era, you need somebody you trust. So go to flyovergold.com and learn how to protect yourself against an inflating dollar. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.